You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit post-game show from PrideToDetroit.com. Pride of Detroit on Twitter. You know everything. We have the POD cast later. If you're listening on the podcast, we are endeavoring to put these post-game streams out on the podcast feeds here on Sunday evening. So you will have them while the POD cast comes to you on Monday. If you're watching live on Twitch.tv, you get these immediately after the game and POD cast later in the evening. All very exciting. It's all part of the empire of Pride to Detroit right now as the Lions kick off their season and deliver a very mixed bag in a what turned out to be a very close loss to the Philadelphia Eagles that did not appear at first to be a very close loss. And I understand that people in Detroit are probably very tired of hearing about moral victories and growth and just being a little bit too too short, too late. But I feel like this early in the season, I have to impress upon two things. Number one, it's week one. Trust me, I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to crushing the team. I know there's plenty of fans mad, and we will we will talk about the bad here. But I do want to caution several things. Number one, it is week one. We have seen plenty of weirdness across the NFL in week one right away like it's it happens every year right like you you try to take away as much as you can from week one but no matter what you do you can't anticipate it you can't anticipate it at at some point but there were some goods out of this game we'll talk about them in a second but we do have to start with the negatives because man that was probably that was an incredibly brutal first half that was an incredibly f- brutal first half of football that ended up following the Detroit Lions around for this entire game. And there's no way to avoid it. This was not the first half the Detroit Lions wanted to play. This just was not what you wanted to start the year on. That is not what was preached in training camp. It was not what was preached on hard knocks in preseason. And if I can be safe to say it, some of these guys looked like exactly what I expected for some of the guys who did not play in the preseason at all. And that happens to include Jared Goff. And I think a lot of the reason the Lions were in a hole to start this game was because of the performance Jared Goff put up in this first half. Until he hit late in the first half a 28-yard pass to Josh Reynolds, for most of that first half, he had 10 yards on, I believe, like 11, 12 passing attempts. It was not good. It was not what you expected out of Jared Goff. And it was made even more frustrating because 
This game started with the Lions trusting their ground game for the first drive, and you saw immediately that the Philadelphia Eagles could not handle the Lions on the ground. They couldn't handle them on the ground at all, all day long. DeAndre Swift is exactly what you expect this year out of DeAndre Swift. The offensive line, in spite of losing Halapula Vaitai right before the season, in spite of these scares with Frank Ragnow, looked exactly what I wanted them to look like. Jonah Jackson was fantastic on caravan plays, especially on that. He he was a monster on, De, on one of DeAndre, on DeAndre Swift's, I believe, second touchdown, just guiding him on the caravan into the end zone. The pass protection was good. Most that that is a good pass rush from the Philadelphia Eagles and the Lions held themselves stout as long as Jared Goff didn't screw up in the back. The one time Jared Goff really took a bad sack was when he dropped the he dropped the snap. That was the only sack on the day. Jared Goff had plenty of even when he had to run, he had plenty of lanes open from to run and scamper thanks to that offensive line. Like there, there was, I did not find any problems with DeAndre Swift with the offensive line. I understand some people are frustrated watching Jamal Williams. He did not average well, but when Jamal Williams was used where he needed to be, which was goal line stands, Jamal Williams gave you exactly what you wanted to punch in. That is not the part of the game that hurt the Detroit Lions. However, it is baffling that they got away from a recipe that worked so well almost immediately after that first drive. Detroit... Detroit went away from that right away. And I understand it's week one. You want to see what you have in the passing game, but that's why probably Jared Goff should probably have played in the preseason. So you know what you had in Jared Goff against live fire rather than worrying about it in week one. And it led to disastrous results. It allowed Philadelphia to not, you punched Philadelphia in the face. Congratulations. You punched them in the face to start. You got them to turn it over on downs right after that. That was a immaculate start to the game as you could want out of Detroit. And what happened when they went to Jared Goff? Three and out, four yards, punt. What does Philadelphia do? They take that, and I hate to use this word, I didn't even mean for it to enter my brain pan. I'm sorry, Jeremy. They took that momentum and immediately turned it around. 82 yards, 13 plays for a touchdown. What do you do to answer that? All right, they, they, they answered your punch. Congratulations. What do you do? You keep giving it to Jared Goff. He gets two three and outs with a combined three yards. Like, it, it, whatever rhythm, whatever, whatever pattern the Lions had at that point in the first half was evaporated because Jared Goff did not look the part. And I'm sorry, I understand a lot of people were expecting Jared Goff to take off exactly where he left off to end the year. But he looked out of rhythm. He looked out of sync. He did not, he was not on the same page as his receivers. He looked more like the Jared Goff we expected from the first half of 2021 and how he was with the Rams in 2020, which is basically a, 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 a quarterback you cannot rely on there. And it led to serious questions about Jared Goff. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Jared Goff probably lost this game for the Detroit Lions because of his play in the first half. And the the play calling lost this game for the Detroit Lions in the first half by 
putting by take by going away from the ground game and putting the ball in Jared Goff's hands way too much when he was obviously struggling to start the year. If that's I don't mind if he struggles to start the year. It's week one that happens. But when you saw what Swift had on the ground, you should have just understood that that was a bowling ball and you just kept riding that hot hand. It came back and helped them get back in this game in the second half because you saw DeAndre Swift. He was rocking and rolling out there. But unfortunately, the Lions decided they wanted to play games with Jared Goff to start this game. And before you knew it, you were down. You were down hard at the half. You were down hard at the half and you made your defense stand on their head. I understand that A.J. Green and Jared Jalen Hurts <laughs> gashed this defense pretty bad. But where you saw them start to really gash the defense, where you started to start them really start to bully them, was when the defense was standing on their head after after very quick three and outs. That that three and out for zero yards was 20 seconds. That was a 20 seconds off the clock. The defense had no time to catch their breath there. Like, you were going to give up plays. You were going to give up plays. I thought, for the most part... The defense played a much better game than I expected the defense from the Detroit Lions to play. We all expected this to be one of the worst defenses of the league. They did not look like one of the worst defenses of the league. Once they settled in, once they collected their their heads, they were able to contain Jalen Hurts. They did not contain Jalen Hurts to start the game very well, but they were, yes, they were able to contain Jalen Hurts later. Later, And that's all I can really ask for you. That's all I can really ask you. You are not going to win every defensive stand against the Philadelphia Eagles. But give, give, the, give the defense credit. When this game was on the line near the end of the game, they played with heart, they played with fire, and they kept this game in the hands of the Detroit Lions. In spite of some very weird decision calling, like that uh, onside kick attempt that was uh, um, very ill-advised. The only exception I'll give to that is Tracy Walker, but let's I'll, I'll get to Tracy Walker in a second. I'm not done with Jared Goff because as we said, as we said to start, as I've said many times in this offseason, there is no excuses for Jared Goff. There's not. And look, I thought Jared Goff played a lot better in the second half. He got into rhythm. He understood uh, where Amon Ross St. Brown was. He started playing with Josh Reynolds. He even got a touchdown to DJ Shark. And that that's good. But that was but the damage was already done at that point. The Lions, to their credit, fought back hard. That is will continue to be that will continue to be a strength of the Detroit Lions to keep fighting back in these games. And again, I understand. I understand Detroit Lions fans don't want to hear about moral victories and fighting back hard. They just want to see wins on the board. This is still, however, part of the rebuilding process. But man, man, like, as I said in the offseason, there's no excuse for Jared Goff. You've had everything right. You've had everything right. You've put, you, they, they've, the Lions have given you everything. And those kind of first half performances, I'm sorry, man, you, you, you put you put the team in a hole and that's going to be criticized a lot. And I hope Jared Goff is mentally strong to handle that criticism. I, 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 I like criticism. I think criticism is fine. I come from a family of craftsmen and all my siblings got into art. We understand the value of critique. When you hear critique from, from other people who are telling you how it is, it is not a slight upon you. It is not personal. It is just simply advice. It's, I wouldn't even call it advice, but it is something sometimes that you miss from other things. But, and I don't know how valuable it is for me to say 
the, that that the that Jared Goff needs to play better. I'm sure he knows that. But across the board, I think this 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 team would behoove itself to involve its running game a lot bit more. Needs to go in with the running game. Now on the defense, there is one problem, and that was Tracy Walker. Uh, Tracy Walker. That was I, I'm I'm used to seeing a lot of dumb penalties out of the Detroit Lions, and I understand the officiating was something that Lions fans had a problem with in this game because Detroit Lions fans have problems with officiating in every game. Tracy Walker, you can't be. I understand it's hard to hit a running quarterback when he goes for a slide. I understand it's no win for defenders a lot. Man, 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 you can't throw a punch like that. You deprive the team, one of their best defensive backs, for the entire for that, that entire rest of that game. That would have been fantastic. I, I, I would have loved him more out there on the field. And instead, he's gone. And like, look, I thought Jeff Okuda played better than we... I, I thought Jeff Okuda looks fine for a man who's coming off an Achilles. I thought Austin Bryant lived up to a lot of preseason hype. I thought Austin Bryant lived up to a lot of preseason hype. I was very excited to see Isaiah Bugs get two pass breakups at the line of scrimmage. The Lions, to their credit, that NASCAR package they have, that, that, was, that was impressive. I like their NASCAR package. But man, without Tracy Walker out there... It falls to Will Harris, and it falls to Jeff Okuda, who is not, like, not fantastic out there. Like, I mean, Okuda played fine. He played improved, but he did give up a big play, too. And you're going to give up a big play every now and then to A.J. Brown. But Will Harris looked rough. And again, without Tracy Walker on the field, it's hard, man. Without that safety help, especially when you're already down to Fatu Melifonwu, it was, it was a mental mistake that you just need more discipline than that. You just need more discipline than that. I think moving forward, the Lions are going to take a look at this. I'm sure that Dan Campbell will be, you know, kind of upset with himself at the end of this game. This was tough, but he understands that there's no such thing as moral victories, and they could have had that. It came down to the defense, and I, I think the defense had a lot of brights, had some bright spots, but... That was that that final play there that could have gone either way, man. I just it's unfortunate it had to end like that because they were coming back in it and the defense stood on their head near the end of the game where it mattered. But they didn't. But my point, too, is that they probably didn't need to stand on their head if if the offense did not keep putting the ball in Jared Goff's hands to start the game and understood that they had DeAndre Swift as a hot thing. We'll see how the Lions adjust. They will have the commanders next week. But for now, this is the postgame show. We will wrap this up. If you're watching on Twitch, we're still live here, so be sure to join us live on twitch.tv slash Pride to Detroit after the game. We'll have sound from pressers as we get them. We will have Q&A with, with, with listeners. We'll uh, debate, debate finer points of football. But I just wanted to get my thoughts out here right now. Let us know, at Chris Perfett, and we'll be back later with the POD cast live on twitch.tv for on Sunday for the POD cast Monday mornings is when you'll get the POD cast with all our thoughts from myself, from Jeremy Reisman and from Ryan Matthews. We'll all be back in a, in a bit. See you star side.
to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.